three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everybody is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on all of the social media. But don't follow us in real life because that's kind of creepy, y'all. And that certainly is. I want to talk about creepy Canada is apparently formally invoking a 1977 treaty in a bid to prevent Line 5 shutdown, which is apparently a pipeline in Michigan. That was a heck of a segue, Jack. It certainly was. But you know how those pipelines can be eerily creepy. Anyway. And segued. According to the Detroit News, and I thought this was interesting because we had all that talk about shutting down pipelines, and then we opened a pipeline in Russia, and apparently Michigan now wants to shut down a pipeline as well. And as someone with a gas-guzzling vehicle, how am I going to get to work? Do you have a gas-guzzling vehicle? I have a cool mom car. That's what I told the people at the DMV. do have a cool mom car, I actually. Did. So, But I think it's, it's a fairly, like, moderate car. Mm-hmm. That sounded weird, but like it's a mod- it- yes, it it either votes left or right <laughs> depending on who is on the ticket. Uh, the Canadian government on Monday formally invoked that is a strong word a 1977 treaty that the country's officials say prevents the U.S. government or Michigan from disrupting the operation of Enbridge's Line Five oil pipeline, effectively pulling the Biden administration into the dispute over the pipeline's future. What? May I ask? Absolutely. If it's a treaty that <laughs> says it, that they say it prevents the U.S. government from disrupting the operation, mm-hmm. how are we pulling the Biden in administration into the dispute? Aren't we saying you literally have no say here due to this treaty? Well, it says the Biden administration and Michigan, right? And, and Go- Go- Michigan Governor. Gretchen Whitmer wants to shut down that pipeline. Yeah. And I guess because she's a Democrat, somehow that gets pulled into the Biden administration. I it, suppose. it just seems to me like they, I mean, clearly from this treaty, they have no power here. So. Who are the U.S. government? The U.S. government. So why? Well, yeah. that's why they're invoking it. Let's read on. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer quickly reacted by saying she was profoundly disappointed Mm -hmm. by Canada's decision and called on Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to reverse the invocation. Gordon Giffen, a former U.S. ambassador to Canada under President Bill Clinton, who is now acting as counsel for the government of Canada, that is so funny, informed U.S. District Judge Janet Neff of the rare invocation of the 1977 Transit Pipeline Treaty in a Monday court filing. Giffen asked the Western District of Michigan judge to pause her consideration of the case during treaty negotiations. I feel like we don't hear about treaties a lot anymore. We do not. It's very exciting. In the filing, Canada said it had invoked the treaty provisions through diplomatic channels earlier in the day and made a formal request to begin negotiations with the U.S. The U.S. State Department did not return a request seeking comment because they feel like as long as they don't have to say anything, then nothing has to happen. It's fair. But I see how they're getting pulled into it now because they have to have treaty negotiations and, and whatnot, so... That makes more sense. The 1977 agreement between President Jimmy Carter and Trudeau's father, former Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau, 
put limits on the on transit pipeline actions that may harm the energy supply in either country. Monday's mar Monday marks the first invocation of the treaty since it was signed. Because apparently, if 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 Michigan is trying to I don't know do something to the pipeline, then that's going to prevent Canada from reaping the benefits of that pipeline. Well, it says either country as well. So mm -hmm. I feel confident if Canada started to shut it down and we decided like, hey, we need that for mm -hmm. our oil production, we could be like, no, 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 1977 treaty. Boom. Boom. I think there's still cases, and I could be wrong, where I remember I watched the show where somehow someone will ha have a treaty from like King George, and it's like a land claim to a certain area, and they'll just like walk up to someone's house and be like, "I have this. I, I own this. Yeah, I have this deed from King George." Um, and that's and I legit. I can't remember if it was legit or not. I don't think it was because I mean, we're not under King George anymore, right? So that was, that was kind of the whole point. Uh, Canada's letter to the judge comes more than two weeks after court filings indicated met. Mediation mediation talks between the state and Line 5 owner Enbridge over the future of Line 5 are largely at a dead end. Neff is considering whether Michigan's case against the Straits of McKinnick pipeline, which Enbridge had moved to federal court, should be moved back to the state court where it originated. Enbridge had argued that litigation should be in the federal court since Line 5 falls under federal jurisdiction. But the state has argued Michigan's environmental laws support consideration in state court. Oh my gosh, the judicial craziness. It is neither necessary nor proper for this court or any other domestic court to make any determination that could undermine conflict or interfere with the obligations and process established by the treaty. This is one cool treaty, apparently. Canada respectfully submits that with the triggering of the treaty's dispute settlement process, the court should hold proceedings related to Michigan Line 5 shutdown order in abeyance. That must be a Canadian word <laughs> that I do not know in my I English language. I don't know language. what that word means. I want to look it up. In a Monday statement, Canadian Minister of Foreign Affairs Mark Garneau noted that the U.S. and Canada have placed high priorities not only on economic and energy security, but also on fully respecting and implementing the international agreements. Oh my gosh, tell me about this pipeline, please. So I believe what they're saying mm -hmm. is that... Who, who is saying this? It says, Canada respectfully submits that with the triggering of the treaty's dispute settlement process, the court should hold proceedings relating to Michigan's Line 5 shutdown in order. Order in abeyance. It means a state of temporary disuse or suspension. So mm. whoever's arguing that is saying we should shut it down until mm -hmm. we get this figured out, which I don't personally think is a good move because mm -hmm. gas prices have already skyrocketed. Right. So if we're using this pipeline at all, no, because... Mm -hmm. My tiny little non-gas guzzling car required forty dollars oh the gosh. other day, and it was ridiculous. And you did not think to siphon gas from another vehicle. The thought did cross my mind, but it was a very well lit area, and there were a lot of people around. So I went ahead and paid the forty bucks. So I pulled up this article from the Detroit Free Press. I don't think you have it because I was curious here about what actually is happening with. The pipeline. Mm -hmm. So it is true that 
Governor Gretchen Whitmer did order the shutdown of the pipeline. Um, it doesn't exactly say when. Whitmer announced last November she would be invoking Enbridge's 1954 easement. Mm. So there's before a, there's the treaty. another treaty mm -hmm. in opposition to this treaty. Um, so Neff is considering the state of Michigan lawsuit against Canadian oil transport giant Enbridge, seeking to halt operation of the company's 67-year-old twin pipelines along the lake bottom of the Straits of McKinnock where Great Lakes, Michigan, and Huron connect. Okay. So, I guess they have a problem environmentally with having these pipelines operating, especially in the Great Lakes. I mean, it makes sense. I see both sides. And so there's two pipelines. One is the... Actually, I don't think they state what the names are. But I guess line five is one of them, and then there must be, I don't know, line four or six, if we're using numbers. For going in order. Mm, okay, and they shut them down because of the potential dangers of an oil spill to Michigan's environment and economy. That makes sense. In May, Enbridge continued to operate line five in defiance of Whitmer's shutdown deadline stating both publicly and in court that Michigan does not have the legal authority to regulate interstate oil and gas pipelines and that U.S. regulators have deemed the lines safe. So I guess that's why they're saying it should be a, a federal case rather than a state case because yes. um, Michigan does not have the legal authority. Michigan is seeking to remand the federal case back to the Michigan courts, right back to the state courts. Makes sense. Okay. Okay, so this makes a little bit more sense. So it really is just over environmental reasons. Oh, they even go on to say, so long as oil is flowing through the pipeline, there is a very real threat of a catastrophic oil spill in the Great Lakes, Whitmer said. I have made clear to Enbridge that it cannot use our state-owned lake bed for these pipelines, but Enbridge has refused to stop. Moreover, rather than taking steps to diversify energy supply and ensure resilience, Canada has channeled its efforts into defending an oil company with an abysmal environmental track record. So will the state of Michigan be buying everyone Teslas? I, I that, guess so. I would their, hope so. Is that in their budget plan? Because, you know, I need gas, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's my, my thought of this. Like, what... Like, I don't get how you're going to shut down a pipeline without an alternative. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just stop the flow of production. Which is essentially what this treaty is saying. Like, mm -hmm. this benefits both countries' oil production, mm -hmm. and you're essentially cutting that off. I mean, yeah, the environmental reasons are, are sound and solid, but, mm -hmm. like, also, this is, this is where we're at, unfortunately. When was it that the, uh, the pipeline was hacked along the East Coast? Oh. And we will remember from that, there were shortages in gas. The gas prices went up. So I would imagine that if you're shutting down a pipeline... There would be shortages. And an increase in prices. And gas is already ridiculous, like mm -hmm. I said. So maybe don't do that. Maybe wait until you have an alternative. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing with, like, environmentalists. Like, they want to end things we're doing without putting in place 
um, alternatives mm -hmm. to to carry out the basic function our society is built on. Yeah. Because, I mean, we have plans, like we mm -hmm. saw Biden's plan and proposition to, you know, in, give initiatives to the car makers who go fully electric by 20, what was it, 25? 2035, 2035, that one. Mm -hmm. But that's 2035. Right. And again, my car still needs gas to mm -hmm. go. So I would like to not pay $4 for it. Exactly. Please and thank you. Yeah, I just wish everyone would just slow the roll and. I mean, maybe start by saying let's make a plan mm -hmm. to hopefully get the pipeline shut down within X number of years mm -hmm. safely and economically and whatever. But you can't just shut the whole thing down. No, you you cannot just shut the whole thing down without a plan in place. Yeah. Yeah. How do we know that Dawn dish soap is... What if all of the pipelines are safe? Conspiracy theory time. Mm -hmm. All of the pipelines are safe. But a activists who work for Dawn dish soap, mm -hmm. or maybe not activists, with but the, employees... With the cute little duckies. With the cute little duckies, mm -hmm. are purposely sabotaging the tanker ships and the pipelines so they can sell more Dawn dish soap. Do they even have to sabotage them at this point, though? Or can they just whisper in the ears of, of the activists, these aren't safe. Are you sure they're safe? Think of the ducks. Think of the ducks. Well, I was thinking that they were trying to sell more di Dawn dish soap because that's what they use to clean up the oil spills. You see all the pictures. They got the Dawn and the toothbrushes. Yes, and the... but you also have people like my family who are like, the ducks! And so... You you need only put a picture of the duck mm -hmm. on the Dawn dish soap to guarantee we're buying your dish soap. Absolutely. Because don't you think they're donating the dish soap when, when there's an oil spill? Do you really think they're making them purchase this? That sounds terrible. I think it's a bad business move if they're not making them purchase it. I think they're donating the dish soap. I think they are. Uh, Dawn, if you're listening, uh, you may hire me. That's perfectly fine. I will work in your um, your sales department. And every time there's a an oil spill, we will no longer be... Donating, we will be selling the dish soap to the area. Also, we need sponsors, and your ducks are super cute. So, um, but apparently, Whitmer and Nestle are striking back. Okay. I don't know how much more of this we actually need to read. We've kind of gotten the gist. It's an environmental reason. They're shutting down the pipeline. It's probably not the best idea until you have a plan in place. It, but, it's really funny that wasn't Michigan at one time the, the biggest automaker of... Where are they? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you had Ford in Michigan, and they're shutting down the the pipeline. Um, Just go green, guys. While calling Canada a strong partner, Whitmer noted that the nation's decision endangered Michigan waters on behalf of a private oil company. I'm back on the, the, the Detroit News, the original article. Um, and criticized Canada for past proposals to store nuclear waste in the Great Lakes Basin. Are they actually doing that? Okay, I don't really like that, but... I mean, it's a proposal. Oh, okay, past proposal, so it doesn't mean they're actually doing okay, it. Okay, well, maybe don't do that. Like, Why would you put it in the Great Lakes Basin? Like, I get that you have to bury it. Um, it's gotta go somewhere. Well, it's probably not the best place to put it. Yeah, now, now that I could get on board with. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. So people always say, like, environmentalists bring that up. Like, oh, what do you do with the nuclear waste if you build nuclear power? 
Well, I'm sure that if we invest in nuclear energy, what will come along with that is, I don't know, innovation that figures out what you can do with that waste. I mean, we already make, like, ammunition and armor with depleted uranium. I'm sure you can figure out something to do with the waste. But the question is, will they? Or will they just dump it? Because that's easier. I feel like some at some point in time, someone will figure out what to do with the nuclear waste, and it'll just become wholly and totally sustainable. And if not, you still have SpaceX, <laughs> and they're always shooting rockets off. You can just shoot it to the sun. So you're suggesting that we send it to another planet? No, the sun. Right, I, if you I shoot the nuclear planet. waste into, yeah, the, into sun, the sun, that's going to go well. I'm sure it will. The sun I, is large. It's going to be can fine. Handle. I watched a YouTube video. Oh, it was no. It was obviously fake, but it was how many lions does it take to put out the sun? How many? Um, it didn't get to an answer. It Aww. said that if you have enough lions, you could, like, like trillions of lions, that you could create, like, a black hole from the mass of the lions, and then also, maybe you could suck in the sun. And... I was going to say, if you have a trillion lions, you have a bigger problem on your hands. <laughs> in space. And you probably have no more humans, mm-hmm. so. Um, I don't know why space. I watched it, but. Why wouldn't you watch it? So if we had a trillion lions, we could just have them eat the nuclear waste, and then we'd have super lions. We'd have super lions. <laughs> nuclear lions. And then they could go to a uh, another planet with a yellow sun, and they could fly around. There, there is the no world. more sun at that point. At that That's point, true. you have ruined it with your lions. Um. I had expected, so moving on from the lions and the sun, I had expected that Canada, a nation that prides itself, oh, look, she's really digging in at them, a nation that prides itself on its commitment to the environmental protection, would share my interest in protecting the Great Lakes, Clearly the governor you said. thought wrong, lady. Right, but if the pipeline is safe and you haven't had a leak, what's the point in shutting it down, like, right now? I mean, if there was a threat, say they mm-hmm. had, like, an inspection and they were like, yo, this thing could blow any minute. <laughs> yeah, like there's and, a big bubble. Yeah, and they're like, mm, I'd shut that thing down. Right. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, that would be bad. But it mm-hmm. has been deemed safe. It, it has been, you know... I'm not an engineer, but wouldn't it be safer to keep something running than to just shut it down all of a sudden? I, I, I can't answer that. Like, but. I hear all the time, you can't let your car sit. You have to Drive start it, it up every yeah. now and again. Yeah, to keep things flowing. Right, so, so if you shut down the pipeline, isn't that more dangerous? I guess that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, instead, the government of Canada has chosen to do the bidding of the very oil company responsible for the 2010 Kalamazoo River spill, one of the largest inland oil spills in the history of the nation that happened right here in Michigan. Well, I, for the sake of Michigan, I hope they learn from that incident. Uh, the Michigan spill was one of the worst inland spills in U.S. history, sending more than 800,000 gallons of crude oil into a creek that flowed into the Kalamazoo River and fouling nearly 40 miles of the river. It resulted in a $177 million fine from federal officials and a $75 million settlement with the state of Michigan. I mean, no one's discounting the fact that an oil spill is, is bad. bad. And obviously a ploy on behalf of Don, yes. according to you. Attorney General Dana Nelson, Nessel, a fellow Democrat representing the Whitmer administration in court, said Canada's letter was not a legal basis for delaying the court order. 
Neither the treaty nor the dispute resolution process are relevant to the question now pending before the court. Okay, it's just going on and on. Yeah, and on. yeah. Um, yeah, and then it talks about Canada. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is an incredibly long article. Long article. No, we're going into the National Wildlife Federation. Oh my goodness. We're getting opinions from everyone, it seems like. Oh my. Uh, Whitmer in November revoked Enbridge's energy easement in the Straits of Mechanic and ordered the pipeline running through the Straits to be shut down in six months or by May 12th. Okay, so the shutdown was supposed to be May 12th, and obviously we are several we're, months. We're very much past that. that. Uh, the line can pump 540,000 barrels of light crude oil and natural gas liquids over the line in a single day. The National Wildlife Federation criticized Canada's decision to invoke the treaty, noting it came as an oil spill, uh, noting it came as an oil spill off California closed miles of popular beaches in Southern California. They are ignoring the fate of people across the Great Lakes in favor of an oil corporation. But don't people that drive cars and rely on the oil also support that corporation? Like, I, mean, I support the oil yeah. corporation because I have to. Yeah. I mean, would I prefer to drive a Tesla and oh, not yeah. have to deal with that? Heck yeah. But, but they're currently too expensive. I was going to say, I can't afford that. So. Right. It may be in a couple of years, yeah. but when they get cheaper. Uh, Michigan has the right and duty to protect the Great Lakes from the devastation we're seeing in California. And Canada should be seeking alternatives instead of delays. But also, like, I agree with Canada in that it's not Michigan's... Right. It's it's not Michigan's place to decide. It's this a, mm -hmm. affects both countries, mm -hmm. the entire country, mm -hmm. for both of them. You can't just have one of our states going, no, 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 shut it down. Right. Like, that's the argument we're getting to here, mm -hmm. is who has the right to make this decision? And I do not think it's Michigan, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, so then it it ends up in the federal court, but what if the pipeline is on Michigan's side of the lake. And I guess it's our federal government. I don't, I don't know how we... I yeah, think I they were right to invoke the treaty. No, I, I agree. I completely agree. Like, I would like to see some... Stuff. I would like to see some future planning from Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer on... Mm -hmm. I mean, because obviously we already discussed, you can do away with the pipelines. You just have to have an alternative m means of I don't know, resource allocation or whatever. <laughs> Makes sense to me, but, you know, we're rational human beings mm -hmm. most of the time, so. I mean, if she bought everyone in Michigan a Tesla. No, she sure. needs to buy everybody in the United States mm -hmm. a Tesla. It's not just Michigan. Right. Like, we saw, like you said, we saw with the other pipelines that got shut down or had hacking or whatever, mm -hmm. or, you know, when that one boat, like, messed up that, chana that, that channel. Or the canal, oh, whatever. Oh, the cargo ship? Yeah. Several months ago. I mean, yeah. that wasn't oil or anything, but... But it did affect um, gas prices because it was transporting oil, wasn't it? I don't think it was. Hmm. I think it was just transporting cargo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it messed with our oil prices, though, with our gas prices, because, like, it, they shot up after that mm -hmm. happened. Um, and wasn't that when they were... pretty sure everybody was like, oh, there's going to be a shortage, and that's when we all freaked out. I think that out. happened when the, the pipeline was hacked as well. Mm. But anyway. I think it was two things happening at once. But I think it's I think 
I would be interested to know why a pipeline was built in the riverbed. What what is the significance of that? I mean, I mean, it's not in the river; it's under the riverbed. Yeah, it's not like you're swimming and there's a pipeline. But I'm just curious, like, why that specific location? Because people didn't give a crap. Yeah, I guess if it was built back then. Oh, yeah, I guess it was built in 1977, I guess. I don't know. Something like that. Well, let us know in the comments section down below. We know this was an incredibly fascinating article about pipelines and energy and how your gas prices are likely going to go up because of one state. Yeah, so thanks, Michigan. Um, But let us know in the comments section down below. What do you think? Do you agree with us that, of course, we need to transition off of fossil fuels? But should we do so without having a plan in place to make up for those resources and energy that we would otherwise be giving up? And who gets to make these decisions? One state of one country that's impacted? Or should we all be making these decisions together? I go with it together. We should always make decisions together. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.